Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm weaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources, social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, this is Mike Gingrich, and I hope you're having a good day. Let me get situated here in front of the camera, everything uh, here. So, yeah, I'm in um, my co-working office uh, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, here in the candy factory. Um, it's a uh, old uh, warehouse, and um, uh, so the co-op co-working office originally started in a uh, building that had been a candy manufacturing plant so we've outgrown that now and we're in another uh, larger warehouse uh, renovated facility but uh, and I'm in what's called the conference room it's called the fishbowl and it's a fishbowl because people can see in see out that type of thing because that's a uh, glass you know wall behind me here and uh, you can see there's a room right here I guess it's this one spiral staircase going up to a conference lounge area up above um, this place is huge like six floors and uh, I love it just because it's an opportunity to have uh, interaction with uh, lots of businesses. There's there's a lot of um, uh, small businesses, solopreneurs, but larger companies with their teams, all those kind of things, um, all here. So this is kind of where I set up and uh, come to the office every day and um, wanted to take a look at those things. So today, I want to talk about uh, funnels and ROI, all right? So digital marketing, funnels, and um, digital marketing, ROI, return on investment how what what different types of metrics that you can think of when you think of return on investment obviously you think of um, income sales that type of piece but there there are other metrics that uh, can and should be taken a look at as well with the digital marketing aspect so um, just going to talk a little bit about uh, what I've been having success with and what I've been seeing and uh, make sure my microphone is not hitting my shirt properly there so that uh, I'm not getting any static on let me hold it out here a little bit further um, so what I've been seeing working with some clients is kind of a combination of um, doing some paid advertising uh, on Facebook Instagram and Google and targeting uh, the right audiences uh, that we want to grow the community and uh, so we're targeting audiences in multiple ways with those ads. So um, the Google ads, we're trying to drive them over to the website, okay? And um, when they have visited the website, uh, we can try to get them sent for a, a, um, a email uh, newsletter so that we can give them regular communication via email. But also we can put a Facebook uh, retargeting pixel um, on that page so that if they've been to the website then we can run an ad to them on Facebook and on Facebook we're trying to do kind of a brand recognition or um, you know because if somebody comes over to your website once there's no guarantee that they're going to come back there's no guarantee that they uh, will sign up for the email at that point in time or that they will remember that they signed up for it. you need to touch them multiple times so uh, if we can retarget them then on Facebook then uh, they've been over the website once and now they, they come back around we can remind them hey you know did you check this out go here for the latest news so we can try to uh, drive them back to the website again um, but it's those multiple points of contact that are helping us so 
from Google, I said, Google Ads trying to drive people to the, the website, have something there that we can capture them, not, not just that they're done, but that, that we're uh, capturing them with a name or email address. And um, then on Facebook, one of the type of ads is a retargeting ad, where we're retargeting those who have visited the website. Um, another one is a key demographic ad, which is trying to target um, specific uh, demographics that are the ideal customer type. You know, so that might be the age, the geographic region that might have special interests that they like, or um, different different uh, might different categories. We can do demographics, break that down even by job titles, those types of pieces. So, so we try to get very specific in terms of who we're going after to get in front of. So we're trying to discover new people. Um, and uh, what's the third one there is uh, also taking a look at high performing posts and running some ads on them. So if I have a Facebook post and I've had some uh, success with some short videos, that types of pieces, and if if it's performing well, and you know a bunch of people have watched it, um, maybe a bunch of people have shared it or commented on it, then uh, that's something that I may want to uh, boost further. But when I boost it, I'm going to a specific uh, boost it to a specific target audience. That audience that I want to. Uh, to to reach that can be potential customers, okay, and and then um, then if you go into your page settings, often Facebook will tell you, hey, these people have um, uh, you know liked this post. Why don't you invite them to like the page? So then you got to go through that. You want to make sure you have invite these people to like the page um, because you know twenty people like the post from an ad haven't yet liked the page, you want them to, to invite them to. This is like another touch. We're trying to touch people multiple times so that they're aware of us, so that they understand us, so that they uh, begin to be, become affiliate, affinity to your organization over the course of time. It's a, it's a know, like, and trust relationship. First, they have to know you, and then through that content, uh, hopefully, you're doing it in such a way that they begin to like you, that there's a positive connection. Uh, and then through your content over time, hopefully that there's you know trust build up, okay? So those things are the prerequisites because uh, generally, uh, you know, with an ad, particularly with many services, people are not just going to want to buy um, right away. And, and so they're not in the, the mood, the mode for that. So, but you want to, to do the know, the like, the trust, and to be top of mind so that when they are thinking about purchasing, that you are uh, a go-to on that. So that's a little bit of that top funnel, trying to get the right people. Then the middle of the funnel is uh, you know getting them over to the website where we're trying to, to reach them multiple times. So retargeting is a little bit of the mid-funnel mid because um, they've, they've been there. I'm trying to reach them again, but mid-funnel largely for me is that uh, trying to move them into uh, getting them uh, somehow to second touch them, and that's typically with email. I'm trying to capture an email address, growing that email list, and then sending out in um, regular emails to them with some opportunities, with some you know interesting things, per, and and uh, resourcing them, educating them, building trust, um, ultimately being able to offer some type of of sale or offer within that. Uh, email, so that's email is a key selling tool in the whole digital marketing funnel. I mean, it's uh, 
Um, sometimes on Google, they're, they're searching for something and they find it, they come over and they're ready to buy right then. Uh, but many times they're doing research, they're not ready to buy yet. And so we need to find a way to stay in touch with them. And uh, so retargeting can be a way to do that. Um, getting their email can be a way to do that. So we want to nurture that. That's in the middle of the funnel. And we want to offer some specific offers to them over the, after we've built the note, like trust relationship. And uh, that can come via uh, you know, an email sequence so it's down the pike. It's not the first one, it's not the second one, but it might be the seventh one that they get um, you know, over the course of two weeks or that type of thing. So you got to think a little bit long term. But you can automate this sales funnel and uh, go through those pieces, and then that can be a um, you know, powerful uh, sales agent 24-7 that you can target. But it's all about targeting the right audiences. And so you know, some of the services we offer uh, is you know, like the, the Facebook ads and the Google ads. I mean, there's some things to wade through there to find the right audiences is uh, you, got, you got to know your way around. And so that's uh, why we, we can do what we do and uh, that we recommend you know, having a conversation with us about that. Um, but ultimately, you can create that automated sales funnel, which has a process that will take care of itself. Let me just make sure I think if I got anything at the bottom of the funnel where that specific offer is at. And, uh, you know, that might be even to be a, you have to think about what that offer is for you, you know. Is it a, a product demonstration? Um, is it a specific free trial? Um, is it a webinar? Is it a contact, you know, to be in touch with a salesperson? Um, that type of piece so that, um, uh, you know, that you're ready for the transaction. The bottom of the funnel is, you know, closing the deal, moving to the next step to close the deal. Uh, the first, you know, top of the funnel is just trying to find that and target that right audience and then build the no like trust relationship. And then in the middle of funnels, we're trying to move them um, into a place where we can build conversation with them, the know, the like, the trust. The, the top is discovering them, you know, is getting in front of the right people. Uh, so I want to talk about that. Now the second piece that I want to talk about is uh, the metrics that you, you know, can take a look at. So obviously, uh, number one is uh, sales, revenue, okay? You know that um, if you're spending, uh, you know, $300 on Facebook ads, in a month's time, and um, you got a sale out of that, and that sale was worth um, $8,000 to you. Okay, so, uh, and, and, and you could tie those directly. You know that that um, sale was a new customer that um, saw the Facebook ad, clicked on it, came over, and then, you know, uh, signed up, contacted you, you reached out, and that sold, so you can tie those teams together. So what do you got? 300 bucks, um, and you had, $8,000 in revenue, so you know you can subtract that. There, there's your your baseline of uh, what that cost you, what that uh, total uh, net uh, profit was, um, you know, to get that sale from that marketing effort. So that's number one. That's usually the key that we return that we think about. Um, now, the other thing is to be aware of if your product is something that recurs. Okay, so maybe you're trying to get them on some type of uh, subscription, whether it's uh, monthly or whether it, they have to renew something yearly, that type of thing. So then your ROI can be longer and you, you know, might have to track that over the course of time. Let's just go with a monthly example to show you that for, so again, if I spent um, $300 on a Facebook ad 
and um, then let's do it for practical purposes. My product it cost 50 bucks, so I got one person to sign up. So in month one, it cost me $300, and um, you know they paid me 50 bucks, so I'm still in the uh, negative there. Um, however, you know if uh, if they're with me for 10 months, um, now that's $500 of income. And I remember I still only spent $300 to get them. So now I'm in the, on the positive, you know, a little bit, 200 bucks to the plus. Uh, and, but the key then is how long can I keep them? So if I can retain them, and you have to figure that out over time, can you retain them for an average of three years? Uh, so then if you take a look at that, if you know that if I can get somebody on a subscription and 75% um, of those people are going to stay 36 months at that price figure well extrapolate that out and there you got some profitability so that's um, a way of looking at long-term uh, return on investment particularly if you have some type of um, uh, recurring service that you offer okay and now so other ways of, of evaluating ROI are um, uh, just number of leads generated okay so that is the number of emails that you grew in your email list. So that's that's a metric because you know that if you can target the right people and you get them signed up for an email, um, you, over the course of time you'll be able to say how many from that email list made a purchase. And so growing that list can be a valuable uh, key tool for you there to know a little bit about what your sales pipeline can be down the pipe because of the size of your email list and the conversion rate of that email list to people buying on your site. All right, that's an, another one. Um, let's see here, where do I want to go with that? And then uh, following through on that, the growth of the email list is one thing, but then tracking that through the email list to how many people ultimately convert and buy something from that email list. So, so converting those leads, I think, is, is a key piece there. So those are different metrics of uh, ROI that um, you know, are in addition to just, just the revenue that you want to um, take a look at. And um, now, we always recommend that you're doing some testing with things. So a ROI piece can be your offer to sign up for the email newsletter list, okay? Because you may have an offer out there and you think um, that offer is great, but maybe you should test it with another one to see which performs better, or if, there, if there's a difference in the landing page, which performs better. That's what's called like an A-B test. And, um, you know, so that's a metric to, to watch for ROI, is to see if kind of running the same campaigns to the same target audiences, but directing them to two different landing pages, if one page converts higher, has more signups off that than the others. And so uh, that's an ROI factor because higher signups, again, if they're going through the process correctly, no like and trust, making an offer, ultimately making a purchase. Uh, so therefore, the amount of people that you get to sign up for that email. So there's multiple steps in the process, right? We got to target the right people, we got to get them to the site, then we have to have the page. Um, be conducive uh, to a good experience for them and the offer to be of value to them so that they want to uh, to to act on that and then uh, and then you know move into that process sign up those those types of pieces so uh, that's what I want to talk about today hopefully that gives you some some tips some ideas on uh, the funnel and the different possibilities for ROI that you want to be considering 
when you're thinking about what you're doing online. So again, online marketing has some great possibilities. I didn't even get into you know some of the pieces that you can do with your e-commerce. Let's say your website is e-commerce. Let's just give you one there. All right. So if you set up your e-commerce site correctly, we often do WordPress with a shopping cart called WooCommerce. You can set up tools on there that um, identifies if someone stops in the process. So let's say they put to three things in their cart and then they never checked out. Okay. So uh, we can actually track that and send them a email follow up. Uh, later on and yeah, because because if they got far enough in that uh, process where we had them create an account or we know what their email address is um, but they didn't check out we can then send the follow-up say hey you know you left uh, three items in your cart um, you know do you want to follow here's the link to quickly take care of that you can even offer them incentive that type of thing hey if you want to check out now um, here's a code for 10% off you know there's all kinds of possibilities within that but you know, those are the kind of pieces that we need to be thinking through strategically um, uh, across the life cycle of um, online marketing. So people are buying things online, people are researching things online, and um, they're not always ready to buy right away, but they are evaluating things and having them take a next step and the next step over the course of time you can build that uh, brand awareness and the no like trust relationship so that you're top of mind when they are ready to purchase. It does take strategy. It does take knowing the tools, and um, you know that's where it's it's good to have conversation. Take a look at some of these pieces where someone you know can help you um, identify that funnel strategy and set up the uh, methods to get that in place, but also to measure it so that you can tell how that's working for you. All right, so that's what I got for today with uh, Live with Mike, funnels and ROI. Hopefully that's helpful for you. If you have questions, always feel free to leave them in the comments area. And uh, until next time, experiment with video. Do video, um, if, if you want it to, if you're just testing it quickly, you know, test video in Instagram stories, okay? It's only 15 seconds, it's gonna go away in 24 hours. Um, try that. So you know, think about some of these pieces. Um, you can try to up if you're if you're doing a video that's uh, you know like one minute long. You can use that on multiple services: Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. It works well. Uh, LinkedIn. You can even add that to YouTube. Those types of pieces. So uh, multiply the effect of one piece of content by doing that that way. Video is performing well. Hopefully, you know that. That's another side tip we can go into another time. All right. So I'll leave you with that. I think I said it a number of times, but uh, that's it for today. This was Live with Mike, over and out. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of a game in your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act on? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeGamish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeGamish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy, adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.